Welcome to the Live the Experience podcast. Hi, my name is Lenny and I'm your host. Welcome back to the Live the Experience podcast. On today's episode, I'm talking to Celeste. Celeste went to Vietnam to do a volunteer project powered by ISAC. Um, and she is extremely interested in raising awareness for sustainability. So, so she decided to do a project on sustainable tourism. Um, I find it extremely interesting how she dealt with having a lot of time pressure, uh, only being six weeks in Vietnam and trying to make a difference in these six weeks, um, using her previous knowledge and experience, but then also what she took back to the Netherlands from the Vietnamese culture. Let's dive right into it. I hope you enjoyed and talk to you after the episode. Welcome to the show, Celeste. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm super excited to have you on today because um, not you only did a very interesting project in Vietnam, but it's also the first episode we are recording virtually. It's a lot of first times in the past weeks. Last time, the first episode I released from Buenos Aires. And today, um, the first one we are recording virtually. I'm so super excited to see how this will turn out. Um, Celeste. Let's talk about your volunteering experience. Why did you decide to go abroad to do a voluntary project powered by ISEC? Um, well, yeah, actually, I uh, wanted to go uh, abroad and do a volunteer experience from the first moment that I started studying. Um, I always had that as a kind of dream. Uh, yeah, because I wanted to live and experience a culture that was very different from the Netherlands, from the Dutch one. And um, yeah, I, I also just uh, wanted to have that volunteer experience. Yeah, it's always, uh, it's a thing that I, yeah, that's something from, from out of my heart that I really wanted to do sometime in my life. And I thought like uh, during my study period, that would be a great fit. Um, I didn't do it at my, uh, during my study though, <laughs> for various reasons. Any, but... any specific, okay, any sp specific reason why you didn't do it or, um, just not the right time to do it? Um, I thought it was not the right time. I, I thought I might lose my focus on the courses that I did. And also it was a financial thing. I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to pay it, pay for it myself. And it wasn't possible at that time. Um, yeah, I, yeah. of course I had, I could have, yeah, arranged something, uh, with the university. Uh, but yeah, at that time I thought like, no, I just do it when, uh, I have uh, saved all the money for myself and then I make a big trip out of it. And not only an exchange for, for example, uh, six weeks, but then I do larger traveling, um, which mm -hmm. I actually did in the end. So and, yeah, and I'm happy the way I did it. <laughs> why, why did you decide to go to Vietnam? Um, actually, there are two reasons for that. The first one is that Vietnam as a country really appealed to me. Um, um, yeah, from what I know, because I've never been there before. Uh, but I saw the the, um, the nature is very beautiful there. The people, uh, yeah, people said to me that the people there were very warm-hearted and very hardworking, uh, nice people. Um, the culture in general, uh, very nice. It was an accessible country for me. Uh, as a girl to go like alone there uh, yeah Asia in general I think is very accessible um, and the other reason was that uh, the project that uh, my EP manager um, 
yeah, proposed to me was a project about content, online content and sustainability. And those two things, uh, yeah, I was really interested in and I'm, I still am. And uh, also uh, fitted very well to the experience, the working experience I already had and the direction of my studies, because mm -hmm. I did a study in media and culture as a master's and um, arts and cultural sciences as a bachelor. So um, it really fitted. And that project was in Vietnam. So, uh, yeah, that's why actually. Explain us, uh, explain a little bit more about what exactly your project was about and what it tried to tackle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the project was about promoting sustainable tourism and um, uh, we did that uh, through making online content in the first place, but also by organizing an event for the youth in a specific project, in a, I mean a specific province in Vietnam. Um, the province was Vung Tau and Vung Tau is a province in the southern part of Vietnam um, that has a lot of potential when it comes to tourism. It's very beautiful, it's near the beach, um, yeah. The, there are a lot of chance, chances to make it more attractive mm. for tourists, but it's not sustainable. Um, yeah, and uh, how come or what exactly? Elaborate a little bit. What exactly was not sustainable there? Um, well, there is a lot of plastic waste in the first place, mm. um, and the beaches uh, uh, near Vuntau are very beautiful, but there are. Yeah, they're full with plastic waste and it's not attractive for tourists to go to a beach where uh, everywhere lies plastic. And also um, in the streets, you also notice that um, yeah, there's just a lot of waste everywhere. And I think the Vietnamese people, uh, they're not aware of it in the first place, that it's a problem and also that they don't know how to deal with it. And that is what yeah. we try to yeah we i actually tried to raise awareness amongst that problem in the first place and also we tried to get a connection with the youth so with scholars uh, in Funtau to maybe think about that problem and maybe also think about solutions in the future because of course the scholars solve it, yeah. yeah so and yeah. then you you told me that a lot of people told you um, how people in Vietnam are, how beautiful this country is. What was your first impression when you first arrived at the airport in Vietnam? Oh, um, it was very hot, actually, because <laughs> I arrived in Ho Chi Minh City. And that was the first thing I really noticed, that the air was very different from the Netherlands and that it was very hot and also that it was very crowded. Um, so um, I came um, to the airport and uh, a few of the Vietnamese ISAC members were waiting for me there. And then we uh, um, we went by car uh, through, um, through the, uh, to the city, uh, to our hostel. And then uh, it was so busy. I didn't know where to look. I was afraid because everywhere there were cars, everywhere there were people on the bikes and... I thought like, oh my God, I am going to die here maybe because we're going to have a car accident. I never experienced this kind of traffic in my life. It was, I was happy of course to be there, but I was very excited and I had a lot of adrenaline. I know, I know that um, <laughs> from that crowdedness in, in, the, in that place. So that, that was you get, my first impression. <laughs> did you get used to this over time? Yes, very much actually. I was at the end of my trip. I was so surprised about myself because um, 
yeah, people who have been to Vietnam or people who uh, have looked up maybe some videos about Vietnam, they know that only crossing the road is a very big challenge in Ho Chi Minh City and in the big mm -hmm. cities in general. And at the end of my trip, I was just so relaxed with everything of that. And I never would have expected that I would be so relaxed with, yeah, with in this kind of situation. So, uh, yeah, I very much got uh, got used to it. Yeah, and I think that happened in maybe two weeks already. The first two weeks it yeah. was uh, uh, was difficult for me, and I was afraid a lot to just um, getting walk outside you, you get and used to to the city and, yeah. and just observed all the all the things around you. Um, yeah, but then get used to it. Yeah. Um, when coming back to your project and then the the reason you you came to Vietnam, um, what challenge did you face doing this project? Um, of raising awareness about sustainability? Um, yeah, I, I did face some challenges. Um, I think the biggest challenge would lie in the, um, uh, the project setup. So uh, the project uh, consisted of three parts. Uh, the first part was making online content about uh, sustainability to promote more sustainable tourism. The second part uh, was about um, making a marketing plan for organizing an event. But then in the in the end, we really had to organize that event. And that was something that wasn't really communicated before, uh, before I started the project. And then uh, we only had six weeks to do all of these things. And um, yeah, it's a lot to go through. So it was a lot of time aspects, pressure. Yeah, time pressure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, the Vietnamese people, they are very motivated and they are very enthusiastic. And yeah, they have a kind of mentality which I really admire. But I was like, okay, how are we going to fix all of this in only six weeks? And then also the thing was, um, there were like 20 uh, hours per week that they told us that the project would take. But then in the end, yeah, we needed way more time for that. So, um, yeah, that were how sometimes... Did you try to, how did you deal with this challenge and how did you try to overcome this challenge? Of probably what I, because what I sense a little bit, it's a little bit like the expectations, again, um, were a little bit different than you expected at, or the yeah. expect, than you had at the beginning. But then what was your reaction um, to that and how did you over, try to overcome this, this challenge? Um, yeah, well, normally uh, in a normal life, I would be very stressed and I would uh, have like the negative thoughts like, okay, uh, we're, we're not going to be able to fix this. Uh, what we do, what will we do now? <laughs> we can't do it. So um, yeah, all kinds of those kind of thoughts. But now I felt like, no, I am in Vietnam um, also to enjoy. And it's just a, a, a volunteer project. I'm doing something good. And um, yeah, just go with the flow because the Vietnamese people were also going with the flow and they were just doing what they could. And they, uh, in the end, they knew that their planning was too tight and that they had, um, yeah, that they, they should have changed the structure a little bit towards something that was more accessible in those six weeks. But still, they did everything they could and they stayed positive and they always smiled and they just said like, no, we're going to work for this. And then I felt like, okay, well, then we're just going to do what we can. And um, yeah, and also I, of course, I tried to uh, bring my knowledge a little bit and also try to change where we could change a little bit uh, some things in the structure to make it more, um, yeah, to, to give it less pressure and to give a good result uh, in the little time that we had. 
but I also learned from their yeah motivation and enthusiasm and just yeah work hard for 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 all the things that we could yeah that we could arrange in in this time. So um, that, yeah, that's a really nice. I can really nice relate this to two of our leadership qualities we try to develop in responsible leaders. Right, being self-aware and being solution oriented you yeah. you you are faced with the challenge but then um, you try to solve it you you brought in your own knowledge your own experience and maybe try to adapt the schedule a bit of yeah. the project um, and just try to to work with the fl- uh, work with the situation and i love how you say just go with the flow and just try to yeah. see okay what 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 can we do now here how can we improve the situation mm-hmm. um, but then what did it taught this this moment what did it taught uh, taught it about yourself? Yeah, that I sometimes uh, should focus more on the positive side of things because, yeah, I know already that I am a person who works hard, but I always focus on the things that I think will not work out or uh, that I didn't do well enough. And yeah, and sometimes it's out of your hands. Sometimes it's not something you can control. And um, in this case, it wasn't something I, I really could control, but I could do my the best I can to make it as good as possible. And that is something I uh, took from that project uh, in the rest of my life. Um, yeah, and in, in the rest of the uh, the things I, I, I do now in daily life in the Netherlands. Um, yeah, just to, to go with the flow a little bit more and worry less about what could go wrong and focus on the things that could go right. And, and therewith, I also create chance, more chances for myself because things that I didn't dare in the past, I do dare now. So I think that is a lot of personal growth in that sense. Yeah. Did you... You mentioned how um, impressed you were by the ambition of the Vietnamese people and the the way of approaching um, this project. Did you take anything of these qualities back to the Netherlands? Yeah, also because um, I think a lot about them actually, how how they are and how they deal with things and and how positive they always were and i also try to be that because in the end uh, all the negative the negative thoughts you have um indirectly uh will only have the outcome that there will happen negative things and if you yeah if you um just try to see the positive side of things i think more positive things will come to you as well and that happened in vietnam and that does happen now and of course it's not only uh, out of this project that I learned that but it was a big reminder to me that um, yeah yeah, it's again just self-awareness right you became more self-aware about it again yeah yeah not 100% because you have you've had other experiences but it's just one contributor to the whole to your whole journey yeah that is what really the Vietnamese students and scholars learned me because uh, what I actually saw in their daily behavior um, so yeah, that I just took with me as a very positive thing, and that is also something that made me smile a lot during that project, just h- how they were and how happy they were. So yeah. <laughs> Do you think um, you had impact on people or on someone during the project, or you made a difference? Yeah, well, impact is a big word. I always think I I, I will never say that I have like large impact on large uh, part of society or Vietnam as a country but the people that I worked with in Vietnam I think I 
I have made them more aware about um, yeah, sustainability because I know that in uh, the Netherlands, people are very responsible already. They are uh, dealing with, um, well, they, 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 they behave more sustainable and it's very easy to do that because we get a lot of edu education on it and uh, the Netherlands mm. is a very sustainable country already. And for, but for Vietnamese people, that is not common sense. That is not something that they, that they know a lot about. And um, through the knowledge that I already had, but also through the learnings that I had during the project about sustainability and things like that, I think I could yeah, I could I could raise the awareness a little bit more. And also because we had this Instagram account that we set up, um, Wonders with Purpose, about the um, um, beautiful tourism spots in Vung Tau and other parts of Vietnam. Yeah. And so to uh, focus on sustainability in that account. So to give tips about uh, sustainability, to um, tell something uh, that has to do with the environment of Vietnam, always in a positive sense, but I think it did learn. Uh, so also with yeah. the ambition to not only raise awareness for the local youth, for example, in Vung Tau, but also raise awareness for tours. Um, Vietnam, I mean, huge, like very popular for backpackers, right? Uh, yeah. And in, in general, Southeast Asia. Um, so always having this ambition in mind to to raise, continue raising awareness. I, I really like it. And I'm also, I will link the your Instagram account in the in the show notes so people can check it out and maybe someone wants to go to That's Vietnam nice. and then uh, takes your advice. Um, yeah, we also shared your, some hotspots, so that's always uh, always nice to look up. I think if you want yeah. to go to Phung Tau. Uh, looking looking at your whole experience and taking your whole experience, how did and also the decision to go abroad to do a voluntary project to leave the Netherlands, your country. How did stepping out of your comfort zone help you to grow um, during the project and afterwards? Um, well, yeah, um, as I said before about the, um, the insecurities and, and stressing about uh, what could happen or what, what if this happens or what if this happen, that happens, um, those negative things, I don't focus a lot on them anymore. And also... Um, I think I, uh, yeah, that is a lot of personal growth for me in in that aspect, and also, um, yeah, I I, I can um, get things more in perspective now. So uh, I appreciate a little bit more what I have here in the Netherlands because, yeah. yeah, there are a lot of chances that we have here in the Netherlands, also when it comes to studying and work and things that the Vietnamese people will not have, at least not in the next 50 years, maybe. And um, yeah, of course, I, I am aware of that. But now I'm especially aware of that. And I appreciate it uh, a little bit more. And then um, especially when you look at how the Vietnamese people behave, that they are so positive and so motivated. And then I think like, okay, I should also be more motivated in my life because, um, yeah, I should be happy with, with how I can live and that I can do the study I want and, yeah, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'm just more happy. And that's for me, that's a very important thing when it comes to personal growth, because I tend to focus on negative things. I know that for myself. And yeah, I, I, I'm not doing that so much anymore. It just um, makes you to realize again more uh, or shift the focus a little bit from negative yeah. to, to more positive feelings. Or yeah. And I, I'm not a fan of 
saying, oh, be positive, be positive. But no, I'm, me I'm like your approach. <laughs> I, I like your approach when you say, no, it's just about shifting the focus a little bit because we yeah. all have happy and uh, positive and negative feelings, but maybe you probably tended to, to focus a lot on the negative and yeah. sort of did not really pay attention to the positive uh, side of, of your feelings and growth you had. And then yeah, just it helped you to shift mindset. it a bit. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And and one other thing is just uh, daring things, daring to do what you really, really want and not thinking that, oh, it's maybe stupid or, oh, maybe other people won't uh, appreciate when I do this or uh, yeah. just, just following your own path. It's okay. Um, I mean, that, and I, I always tend, tended to be very rational in it. So, Yeah, I have to go to school. I have to get good grades. I, I shouldn't uh, go maybe on holiday or I shouldn't go out because I have to learn uh, for my um, for my exam. And, and oh, if I am done with high school, I really should uh, study right away and I should finish my study. And afterwards, I have to travel, not uh, during my study, like always very strict. Yeah. Um, and now I really let loose of that thought. Um, so that's Take also a little bit more perspective of yeah. also what you really want to do. That's that's yeah. really nice. Um, um, I would like to end this episode with reasons or why do you think that more students or young people, people our age, um, should go through such an experience abroad and and maybe volunteer or do an internship in a startup in a completely different culture? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because, yeah, of course, I cannot um, speak for all of the all of the volunteer experience because there are so many different projects. There are so many different countries. And of course, you can also end up in a country that really doesn't fit with how you are as a person. And then it could be a whole different experience. But uh, for me personally, I think that... Um, Yeah, the way that you step out of your comfort zone, the way that you meet a lot of people that you would otherwise have never, never met. Uh, and also that you, yeah, you do things that you would otherwise never do, I think, in the volunteer projects uh, in your life. It's, it's really a different dimension of living. I don't know if, if I put it um, in a the different, right way different, now, like it. <laughs> I feel like it accelerated your your personal growth, right? And helped to shift your perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that for everyone, that will something that will be something that makes you grow as a person. And if it is a negative experience, you will also grow from it. Um, but mm -hmm. I think for 80% of the people that will go um, to join an Isaac project, it will be a very positive experience because the vibe of also the Isaac board in general uh, is so good and so positive that also if there are things that you actually don't like to do or that you actually think like okay um, is this something i i uh, i want to do then and and then they they convince you to do it and then you're actually very happy that you've done it and then yeah like it makes you, you you got pushed out of your comfort zone huh? yeah yeah they really do that and 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 i think that that is something that in the end yeah you will be very happy about and i i take this 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 project is for me something when i feel like when i feel sad or when there is something that i think like oh i am in a period now that i don't feel very happy then i think about that project and i think like no it was it, it was such a nice experience um and i have so many funny memories and nice memories from it 
then it makes me happy again. So yeah. 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 That's beautiful. Think, I'm it's yeah. I'm very glad to hear that and to see um the impact but also the the change of perspective this project had for you and how rational you can think about it and always also keep it in the back of your mind and um get this feeling back and remember um this experience and what it taught you and how it helped you to grow and now how it set you off to to continue your life um and continue growing um celeste yeah. <laughs> thank you very much for joining me today for for on this show yeah um, thank you as well super i'm super excited to to do these recordings now with this is I, my grandma could say this but like this technology makes it so easy to to still talk to people all around the world <laughs> yeah uh, to make connection from uh, literally and yeah yeah it's it's, yeah. it's really cool that it's i can exciting. talk to you from uh, buenos aires <laughs> now all right Thank you very much Thank um, you. for joining and all the best uh, for the future for whatever you're up to. Yeah, thank you. You too. <laughs> I really enjoy talking to Celeste and I love how she's reflecting on the whole experience and realized how stepping out of her comfort zone helped her to shift the perspective on positive and negative thoughts a bit. You can check her Instagram account in the, in the show notes and also the Instagram account she created while she was on the project. Um, if you're feeling like going to Vietnam or just reading up a little bit on sustainable tourism. If you're curious what an Isaac experience could look like for you, make sure to contact your local Isaac office or just sign up on Isaac.org and let them get in touch with you. And again, if you have any questions, if you have feedback for me or thoughts you want to share with me, please contact me. As always, you can find all links in the show notes. If you like this podcast, please rate it and share it with your friends and your family. Um, that would really mean a lot to me. Have a great day and talk to you next episode.